Was that loud enough for you boys? Uh, welcome back to another episode of Teen It Up. Uh, we are one week closer to more meaningful football. Obviously, we got some last Saturday. It's an exciting time. The fellows are excited. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's a very, very exciting time if I haven't said that already, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Um, we had week zero of the college football season. We got to see Vanderbilt beat Hawaii 63-10. to 10. Can you imagine losing to Vanderbilt by 53 points? You saw Scott Frost go full James oh Franklin, oh kick God. an onside kick up by 11. You know, that's just the kind of crazy stuff we love about football. But other than that, I guess in the outside of the sports world, um, I don't know how bad it was for you, but it's like we kind of had like a big storm yesterday. Um, did you guys have that Northville too? or? Yeah, we did. Uh, we lost power for like 30 seconds and it popped right back mm-hmm. on. I, I was worried because I was studying and I needed my, obviously I needed Wi-Fi for the internet in case you haven't figured that out in 2022. Um, but yeah, it popped right back on. Was it worse there? Uh, so yes and no. So my, my, I mean, you kind of have an idea of how my neighborhood is like segmented and like, so we have like five or six different power grids all split through our neighborhood. So just my side of the street is on some special power grid. I don't know where it goes to or where it comes from, but it never goes out. So we didn't lose power. I had friends texting me if we had it or not. And I was like, I figure we do because we never lose power. Um, and I heard today that a tornado actually touched down and, did a little bit of damage tearing its way towards downtown Rochester. I think it dissipated before it could actually get to like meaningful houses or buildings. So, you know, I, I'd assume that means maybe slightly worse than you guys might've had it, but. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, I'm just thinking, cause I was looking out that window watching it. Uh, it, it. I have never seen rain hit my roof that hard and coming in straight, straight sideways. That sounds like an idiom, but. Could you see anyways, a- could you see any of the neighborhood dads out on the porch with a beer in hand, like checking the checking to make sure how bad the storm is? You know, the no, I'm kind of that but... guy though. I I have a fascination <laughs> with watching them. Um, yeah, I think I will definitely be that dad someday that, that is just sitting there watching the storm, <laughs> yelling oh, at his kids like to go into the basement. Today, son, it's like the trees are down today. Um, but anyways, we have a great episode for you. Obviously, last week we went through college football. We went through week zero. Uh, Thursday, we get back in action with the college game. Uh, I believe Central Michigan plays Oklahoma State, followed by the hometown Spartans take on the Western Michigan Broncos Friday, uh, relaying into a full week of college football. Uh, Then about, what would that be, nine days from now, the NFL kicks off, and everyone's fantasy league uh, and your fantasy team that no one cares about is back in play. I think we might do maybe a fantasy episode next week. Uh, since we are taking the Ooh, NFL, I don't hate. Uh, I like doing that. an NFL preview of the actual games this week. You know, for whoever cares about that, that's what we're doing today. So turn this episode off if you don't want to hear that. Um, but yeah, so I, I do anything to add before we get into the NFL stuff. No, I'm just trying to dive right in. I feel like we should get. We'll see how how fast we can run through this. Yeah, uh, we'll start in the AFC, uh, the loaded AFC this year. I think that. There's a consensus that this is the deeper conference, uh, that this will probably have the Super Bowl champion come out of it, and there's a number of different teams that really have a legit chance at winning a Super Bowl in the AFC. Um, So we'll start off with the AFC East. Uh, Tom Brady no longer there, obviously, in case you haven't been watching sports the last two years. He's no longer a Patriot. 
last year, the Buffalo Bills obviously won that division. Two teams made the playoffs out of it. New England obviously getting spanked by Buffalo in the first round. Uh, and then Buffalo losing a tragic game to the Chiefs in what was the probably the best game of the season and is going to be talked about forever uh, as we continue to just change the revolving door of overtimes in the NFL. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you like you said that game was great. It was one of those where if you're gonna, if, if you like, you hate to miss it. Uh, Thirty years down the line, they'll have NFL classics, and it'll be probably that game. And they will talk about those overtime rules. But I just kind of wanted to dive into all the teams a little bit. Um, well, we will start with the Bills, last year's division winner. They might have one of, if not the best roster in the league, top to bottom at all the positions. I mean, you got Von Miller. Um, I think he's a little old for the contract and the money they gave him, but he is still a good player. Um, I feel like you've got a good running back by committee there, which is something that they kind of struggled with last year. They kind of relied on Allen to do that. Hopefully this is something where you add James Cook, you continue with the Moss-Singletary duo, and maybe that takes a little bit of the the hits that Josh Allen normally takes and gets it off of him. Um I mean, I get it. Like you, I was just gonna say the one thing about the Bills is, yeah, you should have played defense for 13 seconds. Maybe you could have played for a Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, we'll go. We'll go to the team that they beat in the playoffs last year, the Patriots. I kind of think that this feels like the wheels coming off for the Patriots dynasty. Um, the defense is kind of another year older. You lost J.C. Jackson. Stephon uh, Gilmore's not there anymore. You have Matt Patricia calling plays. That might be one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Um, yeah, talk about a glow up. He he really got promoted fast. He was like some like weird advisor, I think, right after he got fired, and now he's already calling plays. You know, a year and a half later. I think it's wild. Two years later, but I mean, the other another thing that gets that like for me that like, and you have year two a Mac who should improve. But I also feel like their weapons are just weak by the current NFL standards. I mean, you're running around with Hunter Henry, Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne. Like, that, that, that's not going to scare many teams. I mean, the Patriots just feel like one of those teams that could be like a fringe playoff team just because Bill Belichick is that good. But I think their days of competing and, you know, you remember the running joke? It was the Patriots season started in the AFC title game. That that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, Agreed. Yeah, well, I'll go. I kind of go over to the Dolphins. They had a really big off off season for weapons. Um, traded for Tyreek Hill, brought in Chase Edmonds from Arizona, um, and they're they're just going there to to help their help their quarterback too. And like I've been a massive Tua defender. A lot of my friends like to give me shit for it, you know. And it's one of those where it's, it's go time. It, it's go time. If you can't get it done this year, you, you're going to be looking at a backup job on a good day, and you're going to be out of the league on a bad day because. Is you're going into, I think, year three of 2-1. It's one of those where they finally, like, you don't have that weapons excuse anymore. They get they got you. They got you players. Jalen Waddle's a g- great player. There's a lot of running backs there. They have a they have a pretty good defense. You know, I think Xavier Howard might be the most underrated corner in the NFL. So I think they're – and I think they might be in a similar situation as New England where they're fighting for the playoffs, and you'll just you'll have to see what happens. Yeah, I, I do, uh, and then we'll get into the, I mean, obviously the Jets are, aren't even worth mentioning. Zach Wilson died this year, so they're just gonna have another Jets season. We'll, we'll be lucky to win four games. Well, no, Zach Wilson, I'm pretty sure comes back after like week four or five. It wasn't like a full like oh. ACL tear or something. It was like a partial meniscus or okay hyperextension. So 
Wilson will be back. Not that that really helps. I don't believe in Zach. No. I don't think he's very good. But they did have a great draft. Um, you got probably the best corner, even though he was the second one drafted. You got maybe the best receiver, even though he was the second one drafted. You got a pretty good edge rusher at the end of the first round. You got Brees Hall. The O-line looked a little bit better. I think they spent some money in free agency, and then Mackay Becton went down for the year. I mean, I think they just so, still suck. Yeah, it's just a year where you're still too young and still don't have enough pieces. You're just trying to get better with what – you want what you have to get better, uh, yeah. and you're really not going for a playoff spot. My winner this year is going to be the Bills. I don't – there's any yeah. doubt. I do think Miami is that 9-8, and 10-7 and seven team that – New England kind of was last year, and New England is kind of that eight and nine, nine and eight, seven and ten team that Miami yep. was last year. I think yep. they reverse roles, so that's my prediction. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm in the exact same boat. I think it's you've got two teams who are fringe, one team who's incredible, and one team who might be a top five pick again. Um, let's, let's go down to the AFC South because that's Oof. that's the next one that's written on my notes. This could be one of the. Yeah, this could be my. This could be one of the worst divisions of football. Oh, it's by far the worst division. I, I the it reminds me of like the beast as a Giants fan. The NFC East, maybe like two, yeah. three years ago. When I think was it two years ago that the Washington the, the, football yeah, team they won went like like seven, seven and nine, seven and, and nine, they and they made seven the seven and nine. Yeah, they only got to seven and nine after winning in the last week of the season. They could have won the division yep. at six and ten. Yeah. Or, yeah, it reminds me of that. Houston will not be competitive. I can't even believe they're giving Davis Mills the job. They're just – I, I mean, don't ever see them being competitive again. I, I kind of feel bad for those fans. They're, I mean, they've had their – like they're almost like the Lions, though. And, like, when, is, when have they been good? Like, they've had their year or two where they've made a first-round playoff game. No, they were in the AFC title game two years ago when Bill O'Brien imploded. They were up They 20- made it that far? They only won two. I mean, yeah, I think they had the first – I'm pretty sure they had a first-round bye, won that game, and then they. I think – maybe I'm mistaking the stage, but they were up by like – they were up like 20 to nothing on Kansas City, and then they just imploded. And I thought that was the AFC title game, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I, I – yeah, I don't remember them ever being in an t- AFC title game. I, I kind of always picture them as the one and done. They have had – like the Deshaun the years, they had a couple years where they like got past the wild card. But like yeah. never really relevant, and they're not going to be relevant anytime soon. Tennessee, I don't know. What do you think about Tennessee? Well, I just wanted to say one thing about the Texans is I actually like their draft. Like, I don't believe in the quarterback, but I was looking through their like middle to late their middle round picks. They brought in Jalen Petrie, John Mechie, who rather unfortunately got Christian Harris. You found Damian Pierce in the fourth round to be your starting running back, who looked pretty good. You do have a couple of good other other good players there, so like. And I, I don't know if they're still collecting. No, I don't think they're collecting picks anymore for Miami for the Tunsil trade. But I don't know. It's yeah. The, the, the just Texans are tank for a quarterback and start over. Um, you said Titans. Yeah. Right, yeah I, could, I could go either way in them. I, I could see them being the division is is set up for them to win ten or eleven games. But I think that's another. That's a team that's a year older and really hasn't done much besides add in the the. Grandpa, Grandpa Woods. I think they got. I mean, I think they got. So last year they won twelve games, which is kind of amazing considering Henry missed the, like the, the second half of the season. They still kept yeah. winning without him. Um, but the draft was really weird. You trade away AJ Brown for someone who you can only hope to be as good as AJ mm-hmm. Brown was because you didn't want to pay AJ Brown. I didn't understand that move. 
But you do get Derrick Henry back. Uh, no more Julio Jones. Not that he really played much there. Um, yeah, they bring in Bobby Trees. I think maybe they're a, a fringe chance at the playoffs. And I guess maybe if they win the division, it's not really fringe because you're guaranteed to go. But they don't strike me as a very good team. They might just be a product of playing a weak division. I'd agree. Um, um, Jacksonville, I think they've done a lot to try and get better. And I think you'll see improvements, but they're still not relevant as far as making the playoff run. Yeah, no, I think they, they had a really weird offseason because, like, obviously you mm. get rid of Urban Meyer. That's the greatest thing you can do for your franchise. He was a dumb attraction. Yeah, he might be one of the worst head coaches in NFL history. Um, you, But then again, but then you turn around and you paid Christian Kirk $20 million a year, who I think Christian Kirk on a good day is maybe a mid-tier wide receiver two on a team. 20 mil for that. I don't know. You get ETN yeah. back, which will be helpful. You got Trayvon Walker, who, I mean, we'll see. yeah, Trayvon Walker's that like that, that prospect guy because he's like Mr. Athleticism and whatnot. I don't know. Um, what am I? Oh, oh, yeah, they also got Devin Lloyd in the draft. I mean, what good pick, but the weapon, again, I think the weapons are bad. I think it's just one of those where you continue the rebuild and you see what happens. Um, and then let's end with the Colts. I mean, I think the Colts are kind of another pretty good, pretty good to great roster overall. You upgraded from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. You know, you get a safer quarterback. You get Pittman, Jonathan Taylor. They get some good. They got some good pieces there. The offensive line's great when healthy. They've got good guys. They have good guys in the back end or in the in the defense. I, I think they. I think they win the division. I was kind of give my prediction. I think the Colts are the winners. I also think they win the division and they take a step up. Uh, from that losing to Jacksonville to miss the playoffs, and they do make the playoffs this year. I don't think they're a legit threat with all these teams in the AFC just yet. Uh, I think they're a guaranteed playoff team mostly because of their division, and they're a good team that is not one of the greats in the AFC. I, I agree with that completely. That's just, just – all right, do we want to go from gauntlet to gauntlet? Yeah. I I'm think thinking AFC, one AFC North to uh, – Okay. I'll say we'll start with AFC North, which is a gauntlet. Um, I'll kind of start with the Ravens just because it's the first team I've listed. I thought their draft was great. Kyle Hamilton fell down to um Tyler Lindenbaum's a great interior offensive lineman. Ojabo is the product of a torn Achilles who fell to the second round when he shouldn't have. So if he comes back even remotely as good as he was at Michigan, that's a great pick at the spot. Lamar and J.K. Dobbins come back. I mean, you lose Hollywood Brown, but they don't really throw the ball anyway. And when they do throw it, it's not to anyone not named Mark Andrews. Um, they have a great team and a culture, and I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Really? I, th I think they are a playoff team. Um, I don't think they're a playoff team. Okay. Uh, I don't think – think uh... – Uh, I, I go back and forth with the AFC North because I don't think any any of these teams are bad, uh, but I don't think any of them are legit threats. I think mm -hmm. Cincinnati takes a step back. I think Baltimore is, an, is a nine, maybe ten win team. Yep. I mean, you, man, you mentioned Cincinnati. I mean, everyone kind of said they need to improve their O-line or Burrow's going to die again. They think I think they did that. They brought in the guard from the Buccaneers. He is, his name escapes me because it wasn't Ali Marpex. I'm pretty sure he retired. It was the other one. But they brought in some pieces. I mean, Daxon Hill, was he's a good player. 
However, I do think, like you just said, they take a step back because I think the league gets a year of tape on Burrow and Jamar Chase, and the league always catches up. Mm-hmm. So I do think – I mean, those guys are absurdly talented, so maybe they're not going to necessarily catch up, but I think they will be able to find a way to slow them down and not going to see Jamar Chase break away 200-yard receiving games like we saw a couple of times last year. So I, I think the Bengals step back, and I think they're one of those fringe playoff teams who might just – be unfortunate that they have to play in a tough division so they can't rack up some free wins like maybe the Patriots can with the Jets. Yeah, I exactly. And I think one team gets out of this and I think it's a it's a nine or 10 win. You're not going to see an 11, 12 win team, 13 win team out of this division. I think it will be the Bengals at the end of the day. Um, I have more faith uh-huh. in the offensive weapons that the Bengals have than what the, the Ravens have other than Lamar Jackson. Um yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah you, you got Boyd and Higgins as well. It's not just Jamar Chase. Um, right. Uh, um, moving on, Cleveland. I think they don't have a chance at the playoffs this year. Uh, Deshaun Watson out for six games. They're a good 11, roster. Eleven games now. Right. Sorry, got updated. Good call. Okay. Uh, eleven games basically ruins your season. I think they're a five hundred team without him, and you're you're out of the picture by then. See, I said I said something similar. I said you you have a lot of weapons there um, with the running game. You bring in Amari Cooper to make up for the losses of OBJ and Jarvis, or what was left of Jarvis Landry. I think maybe they let David and Joku maybe play a little bit more like full on tight end as opposed to that tight end by committee that uh, they've done in the past. But I just think that um, the defense is incredible. Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, um, I think Owusu Koromo is there. They've got great players at all three levels. It's just one of those where if you can get 500 football from Jacoby Brissett, so if you can get to whenever Deshaun comes back at six and five, maybe five and six, I think you have a shot to make the playoffs. You assume he takes over, gives him a step up, maybe you end the season four and two and you're 10 and seven going into the playoffs is like a something team. I, I just think yeah. it, it's entirely depends on the first 11 games and whether they, whether or not they're too far down to be able to make a run at the end. Exactly. And I think they will be, I think there may be five and six at best. Yeah. With Jacoby Brissett. I mean, last team, last team in the division uh, Steelers, I, I think George Pickens will be an absolute steal. This guy, he has all the talent in the world. He just never really played at Georgia through a couple of injuries. And I think that caused him to fall. Um, I don't really like the QB situation, though. No. Uh, Pickett and Trubisky is not a one-two that I'm really thrilled about. You do kind of – I feel like you almost have, like, a 49ers-type roster, though, where, like, you're, you're pretty good everywhere else, so maybe all you need is marginal. But sometimes – I mean, as we've seen with the 49ers, marginal hasn't been enough to get it over the line. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think the Steelers are, like you said, in the same boat where all these guys might be within a game or two of each other. There's not going to be anyone who's bad. Like You're not going to see a five-win team out of this division, and I don't think you'll see a 12-win team. No. Uh, if I had to go, if I had to go, I think the Steelers are probably the worst team. I, I think I, they're and – I, and I say worse that they're probably a 7-10 and 10 team. I can get and, on that. And I think – Cleveland's going to be seven and 10, eight, nine. I think you're looking at the winner between Baltimore and Cincinnati. One of them may be sliding out 10 wins. I, I had, I had the Ravens as my division winner. And I'm going to take the Bengals. Should that sounds, sounds good. And then let's get to the toughest division in football. Yeah. No questions asked. This is, this might be the toughest division that football's ever seen. Like, no, this is like me opening up my, my new law school book cases and trying to like actually read them. Uh, the boring English that's in them and trying to understand it. That's how hard this division is. 
this this is the, I mean I, I'm gonna start with the Raiders. Um, you traded okay. for Devontae Adams. I think Carr's underrated. Carr's a fringe top twelve QB to me. Um, I think you 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 added Chandler Jones for the defense. Um, you you have it's a good team in a loaded division. Josh McDaniels, you got a new head coach from the Belichick tree, which is always scary because those guys don't seem to work out. But I just want to say kudos to that interim guy last year who brought the Raiders to the playoffs after the John Gruden saga. Like that that team, I mean, you had the Henry Ruggs situation going on. Yep. That team was all over the place. And they yep. he still brought them to the playoffs, so I'm proud of that. And I was going to say the one thing for the Raiders is I was looking back. They, I feel like they should take a L.A. Rams approach to the draft in the sense that they don't believe in first-round picks because I'm going to read you off their last um, – so from 2019 onward, their drafts. So in 2019, they drafted Cleland Farrell, Josh Jacobs, and Jonathan Abram in the first round. Not a single one of those guys had a fifth-year option picked up. Everyone's got declined, and they'll probably all be on a different team next season. Um, mm-hmm. In 2020 – you drew, you drafted Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett, who were both waived and released for off-field issues. One of them killed oh, wow. somebody. The other guy, I'm pretty sure, was bringing guns into strip clubs. Uh, nice. Doing stupid stuff like that. Then, in 2021, you drafted Alex Leatherwood, who was a consensus, like, fourth-round pick. I don't know how right. he got up to the, fir- to the first. And I they waived that. him today. They cut him today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Just... Take a page from the Rams book. Stop drafting. Get, give the first round picks to somebody else. You know, that's so smart. Maybe the Rams were just, I mean, obviously they weren't because they got good at some point. You do have to get good by drafting good. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah. Like, maybe the Tigers should just, like, start trading away. doesn't work the same in baseball, but just start trading away every bad pick and you'll just keep getting good players and <laughs> – I mean, it's it's literally playing fantasy football, but it is. A it, it, it hey, Steve it. would love it. Steve would love it. Yeah, trades galore. Hey. <laughs> oh, let's move on to the Chargers. Um, yeah, you you get the first word on this. Um, uh, I think they're the best team in this division. Ooh. I think Justin Herbert takes a step up, even though he's already a top seven, eight quarterback. I think. I think he becomes a top – okay, well, you will say top ten. I think he becomes a legit top six guy in our league this year. Yeah. Uh, he has weapons around him. He's keen in Mike Williams. He has one of the best running backfields in the NFL. Uh, the defense got better. Uh, I like what they did in the draft. I think they they learned from last year, I think, and they're, they're one of those teams that is going to – every year a team takes a step up from what they were the previous year. And I think they are my team to take that step up. I think they went 12 or 13 games this year. Yeah, I mean, you said it, I think you said pretty well. It's it's an incredible rush. You pick up Cleo Mack, you get Derwin James healthy. I feel like they're a team who in the past is always hurt. So they, they do have to stay healthy. Obviously, you can say that for everybody. But I do think Herbert does need to take a step up because I think he's one of those guys where – I personally think he's slightly overrated in the sense that we all sit here and we love to say, oh, my God, he's the greatest thing ever because his arm, he throws the ball very far, but yeah. he hasn't made the playoffs yet. Yeah, but, and like, he, Josh Allen Josh Allen never got deep in the playoffs year one, year two. I mean, again, I get that, but Josh Allen was also considered terrible after year one and year two. Exactly. But, like, but I'm saying, like, 
Herbert's not that. We're sitting, like you just said, people sit here and we'll put him in the top five of their quarters. I just think he's one of those where he's got all the pieces around him. I think if he does fail this year, it, it might be because of him. Okay. And and maybe I'm maybe I'm still looking at the dude who put up seven points against Michigan State in the Red Box Bowl, but mm, I, don't I know. remember that. <laughs> Again, I think they'll be a great team. It's just he, he does have to take the step. Um, the Chiefs, you lose Tyreek Hill. You brought in a bunch of different receivers, Juju, Valdez Scantling. You draft Sky Moore. Honestly, I think they're gonna. I think they're re- gonna regress. I think you still have a soft defense because you're paying Mahomes so much. I think when you lose that Tyreek Hill human cheat code speed, some of those like circus throws that you watched Mahomes do where like the camera pans out and you watch him basically arm punt into an empty space and Tyreek Hill somehow teleported to catch the ball, I, you're going to lose that. So I think the Chiefs are actually a team that will regress in, in, this, uh, in this division. I actually completely agree with that. Um, I don't – I'm going to go as far to say as they're not – no, I'm not going to go as far to say that. I gaslit everyone say listening it, say to this. It. Say they're not a playoff team. No, no, no. I wasn't going to go that far. I was going to say they're not a legit th- a Super Bowl contender, but I still <laughs> think they are. Um, just because Patrick Mahomes, you get Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game, I think anyone can happen. Yep, that's I agree they're not just this dominant. They're not the dam- dominant. And you can only stay the dead dominant for so long because you do have to pay stars eventually. Um like Mahomes, like Travis Kelsey, they weren't able to play Tyreek Hill. Uh, they brought in, like you said, two, three, four names that hopefully make up one production worth of what Tyreek Hill was. Um, I still think they're a very good team. I still think they're a 10-11 win team, maybe 12. I just don't think they're that three, two, three, four loss team that they were, Like kind of like you said. Anymore. There you go. Yeah, and then last team, Denver Broncos. I mean, that was kind of the other big trade of the offseason. You pick yep. up Russell Wilson. I think going from Drew Locke to Russell Wilson, do you think that's the biggest upgrade in, like, NFL history at a certain position? It might be. I like, mean, they had Teddy Bridgewater, if that helps. I mean, I was looking at it. Geno Smith is going to start week one for the Seahawks. How can yeah. you not beat out Geno, Geno Smith? So. Uh, yeah. I think the offense will be explosive. Even with the loss of uh, Tim Patrick, they still got great pieces. Um, they have a pretty they have a, they have a pretty good complementary running back room with Gordon running. Javante Williams is that dual threat guy. Um, the defense has got pretty has got some players at all the levels. Pat Sertan, Justin Simmons, Bradley Chubb, I think. And again, maybe I I do think Russ is obviously not the same guy he was four or five years ago, where he could run around and like do all that stuff. He still throws the best deep ball in the league. Um, it's just, I, I don't, I think maybe he's not the same guy that I'd like him to be as a fantasy owner. I, we'll just, we've just got to see what he does. I do think the, I, you ready for my, ready for my hot take? I'm going to say the Broncos win the division. Really? I'm going to do it. You've been drinking too many protein shakes, I guess. Uh, the Broncos are the most volatile team, I think in the AFC. I could see them going like seven and nine again, to be honest. And I could see them being 14 and three. Like I, I, like I, I don't really know what the rust effect is going to have. I don't know how healthy he is now at his age. And like, it's, it, it was, it's, it was a solid team, but sometimes solid doesn't always mean you also losing like, like no fan. You did lose some things to gain yep. Russell Wilson, unfortunately. But, yeah. 
but you also get to play a last place schedule this year. That might yes, be that's true. Wins, but I hate that. I hate that. Hey, and you should just be randomized every hey, year. It's parody, man. It's parody. I hate it. How else could the How else could the Lions play the Cardinals like seven years in a row? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I can't stand That's one of my least favorite things about the NFL. All right, let's go over to the NFC East. Let me pick a winner. Let me pick a winner. Oh, oh, I said Chargers. Chargers. I think you say, yeah, you said, yeah, I think you kind of said them earlier. My bad. But Chargers are my pick, and three teams from this division make the playoffs. I, I can get, I can get, get behind both that. wild cards. I can get behind it. All right. Um, NFC East. I'm going to start with the Giants. Um, I can actually summarize this with three words, and it would be blow it up. Um, but as yeah. you, to actually kind of to elaborate on what I'm saying, you got Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal in the draft, who, in my opinion, were the guys who were best at their position, which is great. Now, you got to get rid of Danny Dimes, give him to give him to somebody for an 18th round pick, trade Saquon Barkley, and tank for a quarterback and start over with a guy on a rookie deal. You'll get Kenny Galladay's stupid contract off the books. That might be the worst contract in football, yeah. by the way. Um, and just build build a little bit better because I don't know what to tell you. I mean, what, what is Kadarius Tony going to lead the Giants to something this year? If he stays on I the hate, field, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I hate it's, to say it as a Giants fan, but uh, they remind me a lot of the Tigers. <laughs> and that it was basically a failed rebuild. And we sit here in year four of Daniel Jones, year four of Saquon Barkley, year three of Saquon Barkley. Four, I think. No, year five of Jones, year four of Barkley. Yep. And we sit here and we're still like a team that will maybe win five or six games this year. And that's only because of our schedule. I Again, so. I just I just think that the Giants blow it up, tank, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure you're not legally allowed to like make it obvious. You have to still for like competitive like reasons. You have to like pretend to win football games, but just put Daniel Jones out there. That's all you need to know. Rumor has it he's thrown two interceptions and dropped two and, and dropped two fumbles onto the ground as we've gotten this far into the podcast. And... I'm amazed at how big of a guy like he's six five, big tall, drink of water, and he fumbles the ball so much. Like, are his hands really that small? Are they Jared Goff small? <laughs> Oh boy, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I'll go to the Eagles. Um, I think the Eagles had an amazing off season. They, they got aggressive. It was one of those where we think we can win now, so we're gonna do that. They went. They got AJ Brown. They got Jordan Davis, who is going to be. I, Jordan Davis might joke, like, just might mess around and like walk into the league and be the best like run stopper in the league from from the first play. He's he's that he's that athletic. He's that skilled. Um, they got Nakobe Dean, who I have no idea why Nakobe Dean fell that that much in the draft. And I, I think he, he's looked amazing in camp and everything. You've got other great players on defense: Fletcher Cox, Darius Slay, James Bradbury. The O line, when healthy, is great. Kelsey Brooks. I, however, I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Last year, it was noted that they had to run a stupid offense because he couldn't comprehend what a real NFL offense should look like. So that's a big red flag when your quarterback needs to like has to run like a second grade offense around him. So I think because of that, like I think your the Eagles abilities it to go deep into the playoffs are very, very limited. 
I, I, I don't see how you can be a, a legit threat with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. The roster is solid. You're right. In the NFC East, they'll have a shot at making the making the playoffs. But they're no threat to, to hoist the Lombardi trophy, I think, with Jalen Hurts. And for the fantasy lovers, you love him because he's yeah, all they he can runs do is run the option with Miles Sanders, all they can do. But no, not not a legit threat. Yeah, I do I, think I, they make the playoffs again. And I think they have a very similar season to last year. I think they could win the division. Um, just because again, I don't the, the other the other teams aren't much better. It's just it's another mad division. They're, the teams are slightly better than they were two years ago, where you had that terrible all those terrible records, but still no. no. I mean, the Cowboys. I would have to say that everyone on the Dallas Cowboys, not named Micah Parsons, Zach Martin, or like Tyrone Smith, are all overrated. Um. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know who else to tell you. I think oh, that maybe, was a good way of putting it. I think I let me I, let, actually let me summarize it. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to fight for a wild card weekend loss this year, whether it be as a division winner or as a wild card team. They're That's losing in the first round. Perfect. They're a nine or ten win team. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, again, I just don't want to talk about them. I, I don't like I don't like the Dallas Cowboys. So yeah, Let's so if you want to hear about America's team, we're not talking about them. No, there there's there is no America's team on this podcast. America's team no. is the Detroit Lions on this podcast. Dang straight. Uh, uh, the Washington Commanders. Feels weird just saying that out loud, but yeah. um, I think they'll have a better offense. I mean. Wentz is a big improvement on what was left of Fitzpatrick and then uh, Taylor Taylor Heineke. I mean, he was a great story, played his heart out for that team, but he just didn't have any talent. So Wentz, (laughs) I mean, Wentz will be, he'll be a helpful upgrade. You bring in Jahan Dotson, hopefully Curtis Samuel's healthy and you can get back to that like 2020 form that he had under Ron Rivera. The running back confusion. Oh boy, that that was quite the last two days in that room where, Gibson's fielding punt returns in a preseason game with Brian Robinson starting and then Brian Robinson's getting shot. That was that was wild. Hope but, you're okay, Brian. Yeah. Uh he is all right. The, no, I don't know if you saw this. Rivera said he still might play this year. He said he he said he there was there, there was obviously no lingering issues. I think they shot him in the leg, so it's not like he, it's not like having any organs there. Yeah. So he's already I mean he was back at the practice facility today. I saw you, I mean that their defensive line's incredible. Chase Young, Montez Sweat, uh, Darren Payne, and Jonathan Allen. It, I just think I think they I think they have an outside chance to fight for the playoffs in a weak division. Uh no, I think they stink. Fair enough. Who's he going to throw the ball to? Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. One of the most overrated. Oh, Terry Dotson. McLaurin's played with like eight quarterbacks in four years. What do you mean? It's hard to be good when you've got. I mean, he had Kyle Allen throwing the football to him. What's wrong with Fitzpatrick? At, at the age of 38, looking like Conor McGregor at the press conferences with his stupid sunglasses and his great beard? It's not a quarterback. That's a model trying to get to, like, the 15th team of his career. He wants to He wants to be the first guy to break that record that Josh Johnson's trying to get to right now by continuously getting waived. I just I, – I, 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 I don't think they're – they're in the purgatory, Washington no, that's, territory. No, it's a fair life. way of play, playing it. I, like I said, I think you have an outside chance in a weak division to try and do – like not to say do some damage, but to make right. – I mean, you also play – Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. Um, I, I'll say the Eagles will be the division winners just because that roster's too good for the rest of I'll the I'll take the Cowboys. Oh. I, I can't say good things about those guys. You're still hoping they can remember how the clock works this year. <laughs> you don't like running a quarterback draw with 10 seconds left and no timeouts. That's no, like no, the no. third method of – and I love All right, let's let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to another bottom barrel theater. I think this year is the South. NFC South. Yes, I um, love it. I can go through and say there's three teams that won't make the playoffs. There's one that will. That's well, the one, well, the one that out. will has to make the playoffs because they're going to be a division winner, not because they should make the playoffs. Exactly. I think. I mean, I'm going to start with. Um, I'm going to start with the Falcons just because I think the Falcons might be the stupidest team in the league. Drafting Kyle Pitts at three when your quarterback is 45 years old last year is an incredibly dumb decision. And now they're going to have to openly tank. because They're going to have to openly throw another season of their entire team away because they didn't do that last year because they had no succession plan because Desmond Ritter is not the answer. No. Or whoever's there. I, I'm not, I, I think it is it's him. But, I mean, would they take Drake London this year? Great. Yeah. How's your offensive line? Do you have any I, – I know a decent football. You've seen me sit here and pick and choose names. I could not – oh, AJ, AJ Terrell, I apologize to you. You don't deserve this. I can't name you the other – any other defensive starter on that team. Cordell Patterson, baby. Defensive, not offensive. Oh, defensive, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I, it, I got a notification on my phone that Cameron Smith joined the live tour officially. Yeah, I mean – that was a good back. That was a good back injury that he had last week, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Which the other Carolina problem? Panthers? Let's go. <laughs> uh, running, running the the Michigan two quarterback systems. It seems like with Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. I mean, obviously Baker's going to start, but um, I mean they'll have like he's. I think he's like okay enough to like to where like Christian McCaffrey will have some fantasy value if he can stay healthy. It's about it. It's about all good I can say about that team. I mean, I mean, yeah, Panthers. I mean, well, they got Ika McQuanu in the draft, who's kind of a versatile piece, pretty pretty good. A lot of people had him one A or one B as like tackle prospects. You trade for Baker, which I guess is an upgrade on Sam Darnold, but not by much. I mean, you get CMC back and healthy, which is great for my fantasy team because I'm a CMC owner, but it's not really great because he's just a running back and they don't really affect winning that much. I mean, they do have some talent on defense, Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin, J.C. Horn, but this honestly, the Panthers almost strike me as a team in the Giants situation of blow it up, trade Christian McCaffrey, figure out what you can get for him, and try again. Like You, you have a left tackle piece you might like, Maybe there's a quarterback you like. Maybe his name's Bryce Young. Maybe you should go get him. Like, I just, like, I'm also kind of a perpetual, like, if you're not going to win or even contend, blow it up. Like, until you show some form of promise from the important positions in the sport. And right now your quarterback is Baker Mayfield, who's, I guess he's shown he can win with a loaded roster, but this is not that. This is not the Browns roster he had two, three years ago. So I, I really don't know what to say about the Panthers. Yeah, I actually think the Panthers will be better than the uh, Falcons. Oh, I completely agree. The Falcons are the second worst team in the league. Yeah. Um, 
The New Orleans Saints. I mean, famous Janice is going to lead this team to glory. Like, I could not find a more silly guy to root for. He's just my absolute favorite, whether it's the warm-up drills, the quotes, the, the, the gifs, the gifs, however the kids say it. He's just a fun, fun, fun quarterback. And honestly, if he stays healthy, they have an outside chance of winning eight or nine games, I think. I think more. So I think the Saints actually have a good roster. Jameis Winston last year, like, I think he what Jameis did was he went to uh, to the Saints. He humbled himself. He said, I'm going to openly be a backup. He, a backup, a backup. he wasn't trying to pull some Cam Newton, like, I'll only come play if I'm the starter. Like, he, And he was he had a great start to the year. Saints were 5-2. and two. This year, you get Michael Thomas back if he decides he wants to ever play football again. Um, you have Chris Olave. You have you have some good pieces. Kamara. I mean, again, on defense was Cam Jordan. You have Levante David, I think. You've got uh, Marshawn Lattimore. They've got players. It's just, can, if Jameis Winston doesn't go down, I think they've got a very good chance to I think they had a very good chance to fight for the playoffs. I mean, we've said if the NFC is the weaker division, maybe you don't win the division, but but I think they have a good chance to fight for it and end up with nine, ten wins and be a playoff team, to be honest. Yeah, I think they're an eight and nine or a nine and eight team and looking on the outside in when it's all said and done, but we'll compete, like you said. Yeah. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I mean, you lose a lot. Antonio Brown's gone. You lost all three of your interior linemen from last year. Sue's gone. Godwin's hurt. Um, Gronk. I guess you, yeah, Grant, Gronk's gone. Grant, good. Gronk is gone. You, I mean, I guess you added what's left of Julio Jones's hamstrings. Brady's another year older. I mean, I, I think you might still win the division, but I don't think you're any form of threat. Uh, I think they're a threat in the NFC. Um, just because, like, I look at the NFC right now and I don't see a team that I go, oh, my God. I see four of them in the AFC. The other thing like, I could say, the other thing I can say about the Bucks though, is they do have Brady's black magic. Like, he's a wizard. Right. He sold his soul to, like, make other teams do stupid things when they play against him. So, there, I guess, let me rephrase, there's always a chance when you've got a wizard at quarterback, but. They're a team where I, I don't necessarily see them having the best record come playoff. Like, they're not going to be a 13 and 4, 14 and 3 team, but they get to the playoffs. And, like you said, it's, yeah, it's a one game season. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, let's go to the West. We'll save the most important division for last, but let's go to the NFC West. Let's start with the worst team in football, the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. Um, oh. You're going to be, I think I mentioned earlier, they said they're starting Geno Smith week one, which is an admission to tanking. Roger Goodell, find him a pick. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, actually. I mean, I don't really know what to say. Like, you've got, you've got a couple running backs who are already hurt. Rashad Penny's never healthy and Kenny Walker, we love him. Uh, Gave us, gave us the greatest season that uh, we saw while we were at school for Michigan State. Um, thank you so much for that, by the way, Kenny. But how are you? you? You're already getting special procedures. They didn't even tell the team what he was doing, where they didn't even tell people what's actually happening. Um, that's not good. Um, the defense, trash. Yep. There's not much other to say. I mean, if you were doing word association, Seahawk, garbage. Yeah, that's so that's all I'll say. 
I don't know. Um, let's go to the let's go to the defending Super Bowl champs. Let's go to the LA Rams. I think they're probably the best team in the NFC. They don't believe in the salary cap. They don't believe in draft picks. And they keep showing up deep into the playoffs. It's it's pretty impressive what they do. The one thing I will say is, especially with Brad Holmes, shout out new Lions GM, but they did hit on a lot of late or mid to late round picks. That's how they were able to be sustainable was they were giving mm-hmm. away the better shots at better players from college, but they were still replacing what that what that like hypothetical loss production was and that's why it was okay to go trade away your like i'm gonna say your future but it was go trade it was good to trade away like two first round picks for jalen ramsey they're giving up picks for receivers left and right they're giving away picks for stafford so i i, I just think that they're i think they're still the best team um maybe they maybe cooper Cup comes back down to earth this year after i don't know what he did to other people like what kind of what kind of steroids he was on or what kind of kind of route running pills he was on he was incredible yeah. last year. i think maybe there's a little bit of a step down there you get cam Akers back healthy actually even though you, he's not really fully healthy yet daryl henderson's not fully healthy yet but i don't think it matters yeah and again they're they're you're right they are one of the best teams in the nfc if not the best and there's still a team that doesn't pop out at me i think uh no obj anymore he helped a lot come to playoffs they um, do pick up Allen Robinson, though. Not yeah, that he's the same guy, but you do have – it. maybe Allen Robinson's more of the Bobby Trees replacement and you need Van Jefferson to step up when he when he's back healthy for the end right. of the season and be that good third, or third you, receiver. You also lost Robert Woods, who was a huge number two option to Cooper Cup for multiple years. But he also lost himself like eight weeks into the season when he tore his ACL. So yeah, that's but he played a good time of the season out. more is my point. Yeah, and again, um, the other the other thing is I just gonna say I, I did see that the Rams are still in contact with Odell, so he could still come back. Yeah, if if, if they find some him. more fake monopoly money to give him. Yeah, he's gonna go to another LSU game and throw money at people. <laughs> Except that might not be a recruiting violation this year. He'll no, say this is just... he'll say this is the Odell Beckham LLC, and these are my uh, these are my NIL oh, no, deals have... to the players. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on, they're doing an ad for my latest Cleveland Steamer commercial. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, the Rams will be good. I know, I know that I think there are just some more question marks. Stafford's health, the elbow is a question. Yeah, that elbow, they were weird. like, they, that was weird what the reports were offseason. I don't know. They, they accomplished their mission. They won their Super Bowl, so they – they did what you need to do. It, 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 there's nothing wrong with going all in and sucking for three years after if you get it done. Yeah. Um, let's go to the 49ers. Can he do it? Can a man who just hasn't played football lead a team to a Super Bowl? Because it's another team that it's it depends. It's kind of like the Eagles. Depends on the quarterback. And I have I have even less faith in Trey Lance than I do in Jalen Hurts. So yeah, but I mean, amazing roster that like. If you took the quarterback position away, they might have the best roster in football. Um, yeah. They're they're so, so good. Um, Nick Bose is incredible. Trent Williams is might be the best tackle that the game's ever seen as things currently stand. I mean, Kittle's a lunatic. You're watching him pancake guys or get pancaked while laughing in, like, the mic'd up <laughs> moments. Um I mean, you've got, you've got a great run scheme for Kyle Shanahan. I, I, I do think – I mean, a, a, as um, the week's gone by, we had that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo contract uh, yesterday come out. So he'll be back this year. It's more of a 
in, it's kind of like an insurance for Trey Lance. The one thing I I was thinking about today during work that I that is interesting is what do you think this does for the fans? Let's say Trey Lance has three, four shaky games in a row, or maybe to start the season, maybe he starts the season one and three. I feel like that's not good because you're going to have people screaming, get the dude who's won before back into the games because we can't be one and three. Yeah, you almost like you'd almost rather like them be like two and two or three and two, and he's played terrible and they're still two and two or three and two, so that they're two and two and three and two, and then you bring in Garoppolo and you can still justify. Yeah, I, do, I just think you're it's one, one and of... three, one and four, and you've already wasted this much time in you know, what Garoppolo has is a one year deal. It's like, well, why should we even bother at this point? This is our guy for the future. Let's that's get him reps. That's true. Dad. I just think it's one of those where you're clearly in your win now mode. Like you're, you've got your core young right now. I just think it's one of those where maybe this opens the door for some unnecessary chatter amongst uh, fans who are who are like clamoring for a quarterback who's kind of won before. If if it goes wrong for Trey, like that's if. I mean, there's not much. I, that he's, I think they should. You, we get three, four games in, and he's, you know, sniffing trash, and the team's struggling, or even if the team's not struggling. Like you said, this is the you get the shortest window of any sports are is yeah. in the NFL. You have probably and, and I think you do, do that, and I don't want to be that fan. But Jimmy Garoppolo did get you the Super Bowl. He's Jimmy Garoppolo was one overthrow away from winning you a Super Bowl. Exactly. And he was – he was if Jaquiski Tart last year remembered that he had opposable thumbs and did yeah. not try and catch an arm punt with his, like, elbows, they'd have gone to the Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. So that's just one of those, like, great rosters. So it's good to have that insurance plan. I think just – I think maybe it opens the door for a little bit of uh, – Maybe some chatter that maybe the team doesn't need. But last team in the division, Arizona Cardinals, my darling, Kyler Murray. Um, I think that's about uh, – There's not. Uh, I think this team kind of regressed slightly from last year in the sense that you lose Chandler Jones, D-Hop suspended for six games, Christian Kirk and Chase Edmonds are, are gone. You I mean, you do have – you did have kind of some young guys to bring in with that. You did add Hollywood Brown. But this will this will be come down to a Kyler Murray type thing where, I mean, I'm not, I mean I can't really say go prove you're gonna the guy for the future because they already gave him the contract extension. Yeah. But go prove that you are a top twelve quarterback. Maybe as a better way of saying it, go prove the contract was warranted. Go study your mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's not in your contract anymore, but you still should probably watch that film. Yes, that would be good. The, the Cardinals need some wins. Um. Division winner here. I mean, I think um, we both kind of said it. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams. So am I. Um, I'll get Rams division winner. I do think that you're going to have three teams in from this division, though. I think the 49ers and the Cardinals also get into the playoffs. I agree. Um, You want to pick a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl winner? Well, we got to do the North first. Oh, we for, how could I forget? How can we forget important, about America's team? The most important division in football with my favorite football team. Rolling down the field, down the field we go <laughs> to Lions victory. Go Lions! Okay. We'll start with the Chicago Bears. We'll save the Lions. Oh. The Chicago Bears are a terrible organization. For yes. some, somehow, kind of like I'm not even saying like kind of like the Cowboys because they don't really do that. But the Chicago Bears have been terrible for their entire history. 
except for like two seasons in the 80s when you had Mike Ditka lose his mind and somehow like rough and tough him up. But I mean, you've got a quarterback and you don't help him. Um, you've got minimal weapons. You give away Khalil Mack. They're, they haven't paid Roquan Smith yet, which is absurd. Roquan Smith is probably 1A or 1B in the off-ball linebacker categories of the of, of the NFL right now. I was looking at – He requested at, trade. Yeah, well, that's a tactic. I mean, not necessarily requested trade. He just didn't show up to uh, camp. He okay. was just like – I mean, he's back with them now because obviously he's, he's still going to play. Like, he wants yeah. to be there. He just wants his money that he's absolutely earned. And they're like, well, we're stupid. We're not going to give it to you. I mean, I was looking at some comps. He is currently on pace to be Ray Lewis, if you're talking about purely statistics. That's a pretty good player. You should pay I'd him. I'd say that's a good name. I'd say that's a pretty good name. Yeah, so. I've heard of him. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I didn't really like the draft they had. It, this is just one of those where let, let's go see what Justin Fields can do. I mean, it's another one of those kind of like the Jags where you're just going to be bad. Um, you're maybe, maybe even, I mean, you're kind of a similar place. You have a new head coach the way the Jags do. It's just, just see what you can do, I guess. Yeah. Just see what you can do. Maybe you're a six and 11 team. Yeah, I don't, that, that's, that's funny. Um, let's go to the Vikings, new coach, new GM, explosive offense. Everton, Thielen, Cook, Irv Smith comes back. Kirk Cousins was cooking last year, and the man can cook when he wants to. No, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins is in that Jimmy Garoppolo mold of I can win, or you can win with me. You won't win because of me. Yeah, I like um, that. That's a good way of putting it. I think the Vikings did get fleeced in the draft twice, though, by teams within their own division. Um, the trade we made with them, we gave up the the. 34 to move up 20 spots in the draft twice. Um, the defense, I think, will be kind of a question. When you lose Mike Zimmer, that'll happen. Um, they did help the secondary uh, with the scene safety from Georgia and Andrew Booth from Clemson. But And, like, their secondary's largely been terrible since Xavier Rhodes fell off a cliff, like, six years ago. I, I don't know. I feel like the Vikings are one of those kind of fringe playoff teams. Yeah, I think they're kind of right there with like the Cardinals. New Orleans, I'll say maybe the Eagles. On there. I'll say the Saints. I'll say they're in that group of maybes. Yep. I think people are acting like the new regime, like they're a whole new different squad. Like they still have those tons of weapons on offense. Oh, yeah. They, like again, I only say that just because like. It is a new scheme, probably. It is. It might be new. It's just like it, it's one of those. It's growing pains. It might not be a full season of growing pains. You do have veterans now. You do have good young players, but there is still going to be some growing pains early on. Um, the division also stinks too. The division's like, you, not you played the Lions and Bears no. twice. The Green Bay Packers, who lost Devontae Adams and replaced him with checks notes, something named Christian Watson. Um. Something named Romeo Dobbs. There's you know what they arc. replaced him with? What? Aaron Rodgers getting paid $50 million for the next four years. That's what they replaced him with. Well, they had the money for uh, Devontae, too. Devontae just accepted uh, a different offer. Really, I mean, I was say accept a different offer, but he said, I'm not going to re-sign with you, and they traded him away because obviously it's better to get a first Great. and a second than to get nothing for him next year. Um, I mean, I think you have – 
um, off the top of my head, just because I, I'm, I'm not really thinking about the rest of the league room, you might have the best running back room in the league with Aaron Jones and Dylan. Um, yeah. Rodgers is still Rodgers, the back-to-back MVP. And the defense actually has talent. Um, I mean, Rashawn Gary, I assaulted him verbally because he was – completely unproductive at Michigan. He was he was he was the five star recruit whose job wasn't to actually like go after the quarterback. He was the anchor. It's like, yeah, well, why are you a five star if you, if your only job is to set the edge? Um but he has he has shown up. Uh Jir Alexander, Alexander might be the second best corner in the league after Ramsey. Um you I mean, no, you I think they lost one of the Smiths to cap casualties, but you have Kenny Clark, the good D tackle. And there, there's playmakers on defense, so I think this is kind of one of those like last hurrahs for Rodgers if he can find a receiver he Absolutely. likes. I mean, the, it'll be interesting. I, I think I did see that there's um, they're gonna. I'm not gonna say experiment. They're they're actively gonna throw um, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon out of the field at the same time. So I wouldn't be shocked if Jones plays as like a slot receiver a lot this year just because he actually has chemistry with Rodgers and Rodgers trusts him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still think the Packers are your division winners. Yep. I think it's a stereotypical maybe they're not quite as they're not quite as good as last year's team. Maybe twelve and but five. They're, what? Twelve and five. Twelve and five, I like that number. Twelve they're like an un, unquestionable division winner with sing, like five or less losses. That is still not like well, Aaron Rodgers will find another way to have me crying in the club after he loses another playoff game. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, maybe this year, if Aaron Rodgers is the one seed, he'll actually use that uh that that winter advantage to himself when he gets a warm weather team to show up. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's so so Simon he did this summer and going on Joe Rogan's podcast the other day will help him out this year. You never know. All right, and the greatest team in NFL history, the most important team in NFL history. Let's go to the Detroit Lions. Oh yeah. You you start. Uh, this team is still trash. They're still going to cause the people of Detroit a lot of pain. You got to love where the direction is going, though. The direction Uh, is good. I don't know if it's the hard knocks that has knocked it into me, but I do believe in the message that Dan Campbell has, whether he has the X's and O's and himself or the coaches around him to actually make this team anything in the years down the road. We'll see. They gave him a hefty contract years-wise to do it. Uh, they put their faith in him. I saw Jameson Williams was out there running today. Uh, so he'll be on the comeback hopefully sooner than later. I heard early November for him. Um, as far as – I mean, they have P- – Amon Ra, you hope, can be any somewhat what he was last year. You bring in Christian Kirk. Um, Not Christian Kirk, DJ Chark. Yeah, I got him confused. DJ <laughs> Chark. Um, Jared Goff, I mean – I don't really know what to say about Jared Goff. I, I hope he's a placeholder, but it sounds like sometimes that he's not going they to have be a placeholder. Faith in him. Yeah, that's it's it's a little is, it's a little freaky. It's a little um, scary. It's a little scary because he's like kind of that Garoppolo, although the 49ers had the sacks to end up drafting a, a guy in the first round, in that like he's not a bottom like eight guy in the league. So, like, he's just good enough to where they're always like, well, maybe we could if we had yeah. the team around him. I mean, and he's, then you gotten get you to a super, he's gotten you to a Super Bowl before. Right. And he had Brandon Cooks get hurt in the first quarter. So, he lost one of his primary weapons in the first quarter of that Super Bowl. And then Todd Gurley's knees fell off a cliff in the NFC title game. 
So he didn't really have that either, and they ended up scoring three points. I mean, it's also yeah. it's never shameful to lose to two guys who participate in the dark arts. It's ne- it's never a bad thing to lose to those two. You, you know what's going on? No, not Brady and Belichick. Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna say you lost to Baltimore in a Super Bowl. No, no, no. He, uh, you know, I mean, those guys both are masters of the dark arts. There's no shame in losing to them in the playoffs because they probably, like, mentally they maybe you thought like your family was hostage and you thought the only way to get them back was to play poorly. Like, you don't control that; they do. It's just it's unfortunate. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So my Lions take uh, before I let you get into it is the schedule makes it. This is team is slightly better. Uh, and the schedule makes them quite a bit better. I think they go six and eleven is my prediction. I I mean, I I have no idea what to do about this prediction. I mean, again, part of part of that is because I'm a fan and I want to be optimistic. I mean, I personally love the offensive line. You have a top six offensive line in the league, probably when healthy. You get Ragnell back. You're going to get Decker back because he missed the most of the first part of last season. You get year two of Panay Sewell, Jonah Jackson. I personally hate Baitai because he's associated with Bob Quinn giving him a contract, but he, he played all right last year. I can't. I, I will have to give that to him. The one thing I did want to like say is if you look at strictly like 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 economics of it, I think they had an amazing first two picks. Like you get you get a great edge rusher and you get a then you got a great 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 receiver and all you had to do to do that was give up a, a late se- or a early second round pick which you then followed it up by jumping up 20 spots in the second round too but what i was going to say is um i actually probably would have gone about the picks different ways i was more of a fan of Kayvon Thibodeau than Aiden Hutchinson i think there's a higher ceiling there and I think when you're picking number two overall, you're not looking for higher floor. You're not looking for energy guy. You're looking for like disruptor guy who's going to sit there, who has those comps to the great edge rushers guy who guy who was undisputed best player uh, in college football when he was healthy or when he chose to play. That's the other thing that was a little, he did have some outside interest. The team's kind of flagged, and maybe that's what caused him to fall. I just think there's more talent with Kayvon Thibodeau. I, th- I would have taken him at two instead of uh, instead of Aiden. The other thing he would have done is I would not have drafted Jamison Williams. I would have rather taken Jordan Davis. I think when you if you would have done that, you would have completely set your defensive line for the next eight to ten years because you'd have had one the, the other Oquara brother come back. You'd have had Kayvon Thibodeau and Jordan Davis in there. You've got your three pieces. The other guys you're going in for just rotationals. And I also think that receiver is one of those positions that when you're building a winning football team, you kind of go after last. I mean, you look at – you can find so much talent in the second and third round at receiver. Terry McLaurin, third-round pick. DK Metcalf, second-round pick. Elijah Moore, second-round pick. Debo Samuel, second-round pick. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, second round pick. Tyreek Hill was like an eighth round pick. Kittle, I mean, it's just, I, I, I just think when you're building those winning fundamental teams, I think you go from the kind of, obviously you need the three most important positions. You need your left tackle, you need your quarterback, you need your D end. But after that, I still like building out, rest your offensive line, rest your defensive line. I, I, again, I'm not saying they're bad picks because Jamison Williams coming back will have Tyreek Hill speed. He could. He probably, uh, prospect wise, would have been the first receiver drafted if he didn't get hurt. Like he, 
he has the best shot to be the best receiver in the draft. I just don't think that's something that you go about getting first when you're trying to build that winning team. Um, the defense, you said, still lacks so much talent. The secondary so is trash. The linebackers are about as bad as the Lions wide receiver room was last year in relation to the rest of the league. Um, I don't really know much about that Zach Pascal guy that we drafted. Um, I don't know who's from Kentucky. I know he's hurt right yeah. now, but I, I don't really know much more than that. I've heard he's a good player. I mean, Kentucky's obviously not one of your premier college schools, so maybe that contributed to the fact that I didn't know much about it. But I, I just I have no idea what to say about my prediction. Like, you have an easier schedule this year. You get to play that last place schedule. So I kind of uh, let me get. I'll, I'll say six or seven wins. Maybe if the stars align, you have an outside chance at eight or nine. I don't know what else to say. Nine wins. Listen, that offensive line is so good. We'll yeah. Um. So that that's kind of the when we're going team by team. That's kind of the the mock-ups with that. Uh, the one thing I did kind of want to end this with was that I was telling you. So every year a team goes from worst in their division to first. It's happened. I think in the last fifteen years, there's only been like one or two times where it hasn't happened. There's also been one or two times where it's happened twice. So you've had fifteen teams do it in fifteen years. So I kind of. I kind of I don't know if you listed them. I have them listed. If you want me to read them out to you, or yeah, do it. Go ahead. So the teams that finished last in their division last year were the Jets, the Broncos, the Ravens, the Jags, the Giants, the Seahawks, the Lions, and the Panthers. So I mean, I know I kind of just rapid fired that at you. If you had to kind of if if you even remember all of what I just said, if you had to kind of go down a list of most likely to do it to least likely to do it. Um, uh, most likely is the Broncos by far. Uh, you add, you know, a franchise quarterback into what was like, well, the Broncos last year, eight, nine, seven, and 10, something like that. So like, there wasn't like they were an uncompetitive team. I think that, so that makes them the most likely, the least likely. Um, I said the Seahawks. Um, yeah, I was going to say Jets, but I, I mean, like the see, Seahawks more. The Seahawks and the Jets are uh, least and second least, and like, you can make it reversible in, in the sense that, I mean, there's zero chance it happens for either of them. Yeah. Um, afterwards, I said probably – so I'm, I'm going from bottom to top right now. I said afterwards I think the Panthers are not very likely to do it. Yep. I, I just think that um, quarterbacks not good enough. Afterwards, I said the Giants are after yep. that. The only reason I like the Giants are not good. I'm not saying the Giants are better than the Panthers, but the Giants play in a weaker division. I think the NFC East is a little bit weaker than the NFC South. Yeah, I don't know if it's really that much weaker to be honest. It's, I mean, it's not. It's not majorly. I just I think it's slightly, slightly worse. Um, after that, I had the Detroit Lions. So I guess I don't know if you want to call this fifth least or like fourth most likely to do it. Okay. Um, I had the Jacksonville Jaguars at three. And okay. again, this, this does not mean I think they're a better team than the Lions or the Panthers, the Giants, but their division sucks. Yeah. So you might, you so might have the Lions, though. Yeah. Yeah. But the Packers are getting to 12 wins unless Rodgers dies. So, yeah, but you can make the argument that they have the Titans and the uh, Colts, Jaguars. 
Yeah, but those teams aren't. Like, I think those teams at their peak are still not as good. Like, again, I think like we we both said it. If the Packers get to what we think, we both said twelve wins. But we know the Lions are not probably getting to twelve wins. And if they no. do, no. sky's coming down. We both also went and said when we were talking about the AFC South, you're probably looking at maybe ten wins tops for both of those two teams. So you have two less games to get to. Again, that doesn't mean that it's likely to happen because I don't think the Jags are very good, and I think they are still one or, one year away of like big turnover, big spending, and free agency. But I think when you're going up and down the list of what teams actually have to compete against within their own division, not within like the league as a whole, I do put the Jags at three. Okay. And then I actually had the Ravens at one. I do. I I um. I just think the Broncos division is a little bit harder. I think the Chargers and Chiefs are very, very good teams. I think they're both better than Cleveland. I think they're better than Cincinnati. I think they're better than Pittsburgh. So I think – Yeah, you, I didn't hear the Ravens when you went through it. It's, uh, it's, I'd agree. Yeah, I just think for me the Ravens are the most likely to do. I went Ravens, Broncos, Jags, Lions, Giants, Panthers, Jets, Seahawks. Um I don't know. It's it's not really anything important because again, these are all kind of at least most of them are kind of bottom feeding teams. You're I, I look at this and I feel like the only teams with like a, a genuine shot at the playoffs are probably the Ravens and the Broncos. It's just something kind of fun because yeah. there is that like precedence where it will happen. Someone will do it. Yeah. So your Super Bowl prediction. Give me. Oh God, I can't. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Give me Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Oh. And then give me. Oh, Lord. Give me the Bills. I don't know. Okay. Mine's the Bills and the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo leading them. Ooh, I like the little plot twist. I and I get I I, I like that a lot. I don't they there's nothing really that like they could the 49ers have proven they can do it. They they have gotten better from when they did do it. It's just put together that final piece, figure out to figure out how to not make that stupid mistake and get over the line. Yep. And Super Bowl winner, the Buffalo Bills. I probably have to agree with that. I just think I like I said way at the start, I think that I think they're the best roster, top to bottom yeah. in the league. I mean they're 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 they they've got some they've got some studs. Ed Oliver. Hit us up, Bills Mafia. Hey, can you imagine if Ed Oliver was a Detroit Lion? I forgot about him. Remember when he like hit his coach right before he was supposed to get drafted? Is it did he? Yeah. Uh I just I just know that we took Hawkinson one pick before him and he went to uh, he went to Houston, right? No, Oliver's in – oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Houston. I thought you were talking about, like, the – for some reason, I think the Texans. Yeah, no, he was he was part of that Houston team that was running around with an off chance at the playoff because they were just yeah. – they were undefeated going – was it, like, week 12 of the season? They lost that stupid game to that terrible team that slips my mind, and they just threw it all away. That was with Tom Herman still there. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, um, that's – I don't know. It was a fun time rapping about the – yeah. The NFL um, next week, what would say maybe a little, maybe next week we go into a mixture of like college football review. You got, you do and have some fantasy, big games coming yeah. up and maybe a fantasy preview, say best players, which is kind of easy because you're just taking the best players, maybe some sleepers. Yeah. But I love it. Let us know if you want anything else, guys. I was going to say one more thing. Um, 
I th we I think we were talking about this going forward. I think we are going to aim for Tuesdays to upload this because it just fits schedules better now. So mm -hmm. start and going into the football season, it's obviously going to help not having to record this as a Monday night game is going on. So keep an eye out for this on Tuesday nights now. Thank you. Bye, boys. Bye, everybody.